Welcome to the NextGen Work Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Ross. I help leaders support working parents so that they can recruit and retain the best people. Join me as I interview experts and provide insights into the struggles that parents and caregivers face in the workplace. Learn how your business can become a place where parents feel included, supported, and valued. Being a family-friendly business isn't just a nice-to-have anymore. For the next generation and those that are raising them, it is critical. Today I'm talking with Katie Rourke, who works from home most of the time, but will also be traveling for work soon. Her husband works 12-hour shifts and has a four-on, four-off kind of schedule. So we'll get into talking about how they deal with that strange scheduling, uh, what they plan to do when she has to start traveling for work, and even a little bit about how expensive childcare can be. Enjoy the conversation. All right. Hey, Katie. So welcome to Playgrounds and Paychecks today. Um, can we get started? Will you just tell our guests a little bit about you, your family, your kid? Sure. Um, my name's Katie. Um, as I had my bio, um, I actually am from Wisconsin. I am not a Tennessee native. I am a transplant. Um, it's kind of funny to say that, but that's usually what's <laughs> Between that and a Yankee. That's what everyone around here will call you. (laughs) Um, I moved here in 2016. Um, I graduated college and I just kind of wanted a new experience. And here's where I landed. Um, I met my husband, Hayden, in 2017. And from there, we've just kind of grown our little family. We got married. Well, we got engaged and then we got married. Um, we bought a house. We had a beautiful little boy. Um, his name's Cameron. He'll be two in November. Um, super energetic, super funny. He's got quite the yeah. personality. Um, <laughs> he takes after my husband and not myself. I'm more of like the um, high strung kind of person. My husband's yeah. definitely funnier, calmer, just yeah. kind of a little person. I'm not. So thankfully, he takes <laughs> Um Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so I currently work with the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. I am a program manager with federal grant funds. Um, uh-huh. So that involves some travel. It involves working with a bunch of different people. Um, my husband's a paramedic with Nashville Fire. So he's been there. I think he actually started just before we met. So he's been there about five, six years, but he's been a medic for much longer than that. So yeah. Yeah. So what are y'all's schedules like? So do you like what time do you have to get to work in the mornings or do you work from home? I actually work from home. Um, We when COVID hit, they sent us all home. Um, I have a love hate relationship with it. Yeah. (laughs) By myself most of the time, but I also miss like that social factor of getting out and talking to people. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so yeah, I work from home. Um, my hours are typically seven to about three thirty. Um, so I'm uh-huh. not nine to five ish kind of job, but little yeah, ish, yeah. <laughs> ish. Um, so are you work from home all the time, or do you ever have to go into the office? Uh, we go in once in a while, not too often. We yeah. do. We start since we weren't seeing each other quite a bit. We started doing monthly in person meetings once a month, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a Zoom meeting like the end of the month. So it's about every other week, but only once in person to go to the yeah. office. Um, other than that, when it comes to like our monitoring season, we're gone between anywhere from March to September is when we've got our chance to do that. So bouncing between agencies and whatnot, it's kind of, we've got enough time to do it, but it's a lot of travel, a lot of being away from home. So 
Yeah. Yeah. It's and in- that'll be, that'll be tough for sure. Um, with a little one, uh, you yeah. haven't really started that traveling yet, right? Not quite. So I just came into this role, the role I was in previously, I didn't have to travel as much. So yeah, it'll be a challenge, but an exciting one. Yeah. But exciting for you to yes. you know, kind of get to get out and go somewhere, even if it's just for work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It'd be nice to leave my house for once. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> yes. Um, so with your husband being a paramedic, what about his schedule? What's that like? So he's a shift worker. He, uh, he does 12s, but he does 2 a.m. shifts and 2 p.m. shifts. So his shifts are 5.30 to 5.30. So he's got two days that he works in a.m.s and then he'll go in 2 p.m.s, which is 5.30 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. Yeah. So it's every four so, days. So we've got four days on, four days off. So the four days on are a little crazy. The four days off are a little easier. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that like first day off, though, is still a little strange because he's like recovering from working all night. Yeah, it's n- it's not too bad. So we've kind of gotten into a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Routine, I guess. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of an oddball in the fact that he doesn't his day off after his PM, he doesn't go to sleep. So he's just kind of okay. on whatever he's got, whereas most yeah. will go to sleep. Um, My husband will kind of do that too, just like power through. It's like the more tired he gets, the more energy he has. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> lots of caffeine, lots of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and then we typically try to do something that day just so he's got something to like focus on and stay awake and he doesn't get super groggy. So yeah, that oddball that just would rather keep going. Just power Which through. Hey, whatever works. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. Um, so like, what do y'all do for childcare? I know you work from home, but like that is not the end all be all solution to childcare that everybody tends to think that it is. Um, no, I'm assuming that you don't have a two-year-old there with you right now. It seems awfully quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had discussed that when we first had him and he was like, well, do you want to keep him home? Do you want to take him to daycare? And I was like, well, if you're home, it's one thing. He's, he's got someone to preoccupy him. He can feed yeah. him kind of thing, play with him. But if you're not home, I am not watching a two-year-old running around my house while trying to get work done. It won't work. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. So even the days that like he does keep him home, um, even then I'm like, my door is shut. Y'all go do your thing. Leave me alone. Um, yeah. He's very much, so he's definitely a mama's boy and a daddy's boy. But if mama's home, he is very much a mama's boy. So yes. keeping the door shut <laughs> is a must because he wants to play with things on my desk or he wants to do what yeah. I'm doing help or take me somewhere. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter is about one and a half and she likes to crawl up here in my lap and just beat the tar out of my keyboard. I'm like, you are not helping. <laughs> You are not a good coworker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's easier just to take him to daycare and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so he'll typically go. I start about seven. Um, so if my husband's home, he'll usually take him and then I'll just go about my day. If he's not home, then I usually try to get him up about 630, go and be- mm-hmm. get him before um, I start my day. So he's usually there 645, seven o'clock. Um, and then he's there till about. 4:30. Yeah. Kind of things. I wish he wasn't there that long, but it's what I it know. is. Yeah, it is what it is. Sometimes, you know, that's that's what you got to do. Um so he's in like full-time daycare then? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes 5 days a week. Um like I said, so Hayden's 4 on 4 off. So if there's a day that he's like I just want to have a daddy daddy Cameron day, he does that. Um Yeah. We 
um, pay whether he's there or not. So if he's not right, if he's there, great, he's there. Yeah. And that sometimes is kind of frustrating for us. Uh, My husband is law enforcement, so I can kind of relate to the strange schedules. So his off day on a like normal week is Thursday and Friday. You know, he Mm -hmm. works the weekends and he works a lot of holidays and stuff. So his schedule does not match with like daycare schedule at all. (laughs) If we want to have a day as a family, it needs to happen on a Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Um, And thankfully, like I am freelancing so I could kind of set my own schedule and do that. But it feels it's so frustrating when like you're paying this exorbitant amount for daycare. Outrageous outrageous about and then like you don't take them you know <laughs> yeah. uh, like we uh for a while we were taking we were only taking them four days a week we were just keeping them home every friday for like three months but uh you know there was no four day a week option yeah. which was really frustrating it was either three days a week or five days a week like, yeah they had like i a need somewhere in between <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Or like a vacation day or keep them home for yes. so many hours. Yeah. Can I have like PTO for childcare? Can we have days <laughs> yeah. off? Yeah. It's really frustrating to have to like pay even when they're not there. But that we just kind of think of it as like, you know, a, almost like a membership fee or something. It's just yeah, another bill. I and that way too. I mean, it, it holds their spot. So I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we had to stop thinking about it kind of on like a daily or weekly basis. It just like, you know, that's how much we pay a month, whether we're there or not. So we'll just have to bite yeah. the bullet and get over it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we did too. Yeah. Um, so when you do have to start uh traveling for work, like what is your plan for if your husband has to work at the same time? Well, <laughs> we've kind of got a kind of don't. <laughs> um my so I'm able to schedule when I have to leave my own. So I'm yeah, gonna okay. do that four days off. That way, Cameron has someone yeah. to take him to daycare or be here for him, so we don't have to get him. Like a uh, friends of ours um, are really good about helping us out about that. Um, but we're trying yeah. not to use them as much as possible, just because it's my kid, not yours. <laughs> right? Yeah, anything like that. Yeah, but it, you know, it takes a village. <laughs> well, without a doubt. Um, and we've got a great one, um, but I can schedule those around his four days off. So we're going to start there. If that doesn't work, then we're just going to try and schedule a day that we know he could get off. And if that doesn't work, then we're going to try grandma. If that doesn't work, then we're going to our friends. So we've got A, B, C, and D, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure time that none of that works. And then we're like, okay, pivot. Yes. Yeah. And that's important to be able to kind of like pivot and have all those backup plans and yeah. And like I yeah. said earlier, luckily I've got March through September to be able to do those visits. So I should be able to, if I can't, we can't find something out, just reschedule with them. And most of yeah. our agencies are pretty good about that. They're just like, hey, family issue came up. Can we reschedule? And most of them are like, yeah, sure. Um, a lot of people that we work with, I mean, you're said law enforcement, so they've got families uh-huh. too. Not. So they're pretty flexible as far as like work schedule, family schedule and that kind of thing. So yeah, I'm hoping to just kind of go with it for now. <laughs> yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's really good to like have that, uh, you know, flexibility too. That's yeah. super important. Um, what about like your team that you work with? You know, you say you wake up and he's sick. Like, is your team pretty supportive or flexible of you needing to like take that time or something? 
Yeah. So we've got our vacation and our sick days, they accumulate, thankfully. So we don't have to mm-hmm. use them or lose them. Um, they just kind of keep going. So at this point, I've been with our office for five years now. So I've been able to accumulate quite a bit of time. So if I have to take a day off for Cameron being sick or even our own selves being sick, it's yeah. usually not an issue. And then if we want to take like a family vacation or something, it's just a matter of saying, hey, I want these days off. And nine times out of 10, it's going to get approved. So we don't usually have an issue with that. That's good. That's good. Um, so you said you've been there for like five years and have plenty of time built up. So I ran into the problem, which I was a teacher. We didn't get as much like paid time off because they figure we already have time in our schedule, you know. But right. um, I ran into this problem when I took maternity leave. I used all of my time. So I actually lucked out with that. Like I got really lucky. So um, there's one other person in our office that has kids around Cameron's age and he uh-huh. uh, was not so fortunate. So when Governor Lee passed the whole family act thing and it was yeah. a mandatory six weeks, that was actually the July before I had Cameron. So I lucked out. He, on the other hand, had to use his vacation in six. So he's been there a lot longer than I am. So he he was yeah. able to get it off. But yeah, I would have had to use my vacation, my sick leave, my annual leave and any kind of leave I had. And just and hodgepodge it together. Yeah. And then if I didn't have enough, I would have had to go uh, however long, just not having a paycheck. And yeah, we've been screwed. So yeah. Um, and that's how we had to just plan ahead because mine was completely unpaid. Yeah. Um, so except I, for like the first four days, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I lucked out. Um, and then Cameron ended up coming early. So it didn't matter when we started it because they knew we were, he was coming. Um, so I just had to send an email. I didn't, my husband did was like, Hey, this, this time we're going Bye. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that email out and they were really good with just setting us on maternity leave and being done with it. So as far as that, we really lucked out and there was no issue there. So we were fortunate. Yeah. That's really good because then you still have that like time to take off with the kid. I know a lot of people end up like with not much time after the fact. It's like, well, now we've got my kid in daycare with all these germs and like they're going to get sick and somebody has to take care of them. But I don't have any time to take off and, you know, just end up in a in a predicament there. (laughs) Yeah, it's rough. Never really understood why that was the case or how that ended up being the case, but. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what about like your husband? Did he get to take any leave with you or? He did. So he, because he's on for four on four off, he, so he got the same time. Natural fires benefits are super good. Um, I cannot say anything bad about them, honestly. That's um, awesome. He got the same as I did, which is 30 working days. Um, but because mm-hmm. he's four on four off, it was working days. So he ended up having off longer than I did, which yeah. that's, <laughs> figure that one out. Um, yeah. so he ended up having uh, like three months off. Wow. Um, yeah. That's I nice. was fortunate yeah. when we had Cameron that we have a week off through UT during the holidays that they just give us. So I was able to tack that on. So I would think I was off for, I think more like seven weeks versus six weeks. Um Yeah. But yeah, he had the full three months. And so that time off that between when I had to go back to work and he didn't, we were still able to keep him home and finish getting our routine. And then mm-hmm. I think Cameron was probably a full two months before he ever went to daycare. So we lucked out there too. We had some more yeah. time at home. And at that point, I was still working from home and he was at home. But I mean, at that point, he was like a few weeks old. So we didn't have <laughs> too yeah. much. <laughs> 
yeah there's there's not a lot of um you know options for really little kiddos to go back to like daycare or anything anyways so like did you have to have him on a wait list for daycare like pretty much as soon as you found out you were pregnant (laughs) yeah so we started we actually we didn't start as soon as we found out we probably started three four months i think and we Uh should have so yeah next one (laughs) we're definitely starting as soon as we find out um luckily the place that we are at has a uh siblings clause so that if you do have a sibling and it's down the line then they're first they go to the top of the list so yeah we're good there um but yeah we in our area that um we wanted to put him in we had three or four that he was on the wait list um a few of us called him called us back within a couple of weeks but we just weren't really thrilled about him yeah um, he ended up with one the one we really wanted him actually didn't even call us back till a year and a half later so I agree. It's a struggle. We kind of just had to put him in where he was able to get in. Um, yeah. Wasn't our first choice. Wasn't our last choice. So we just kind of said, all right, well, we really have no option at this point. So here he is. Um, yeah, you got to go with what you can get. Yeah. So then we put him in there and then we had some issues there. And then we found one of the places that we had originally wanted him into. We had called them and we were luckily able to get him in there. So um was a struggle for a while, but we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. We're in um, kind of the middle of nowhere. So there's like one daycare in town. And uh, pretty much right after we had told my parents that, you know, we were expecting our first kid. My mom used to um, be a daycare like assistant director, basically. So she came down here and was going to like go to all the daycares with me to help, you know, suss them out. <laughs> and she, we walked in that first daycare here in town and she was like immediately shaking her head at me. Like, no, Courtney, uh-uh, you're not sending your kid here. And I was, we were on the same page because it was, a desi- I mean, it was like one big giant open room and it was all just separated by baby gates. And it, I was yes, like, no, this crazy. is stressing me out and I'm not even a baby. <laughs> Yes, we walked into a few that I'm like, how are y'all even legally allowed to be open? But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, like they're the broad spectrum of like, okay, I could send my kid here to yes, I want to send my kid here is a drastic difference up here. Yes, yeah, for sure. So we ended up bringing ours there at a uh, Christian school that has like a daycare that kind of feeds into it. So they're there and we've really loved it. But unfortunately, it's like 30 minutes from home. So we're spending two hours a day just on the daycare commute. And that sucks. That was one (laughs) of the things we had talked about too, because before we bought our house here, that was one of the things I like, I really considered um, because he works in Nashville, which is 30 minutes away and our office is in Nashville as well. And we wanted to go a little bit further out, but I'm like, okay, by the time you get up, by the time you get ready, take your kid to daycare, then get into work. You're looking at two hours into your morning. By the time you get back from work, you pick your kid up. It's time to go to bed already. Mm-hmm. And there's no yeah. point. So we had a struggle with finding somewhere close enough, but also decent enough that I was willing to send my kid to. So I totally get yeah. that. Yeah, that's tough. Um, So it's like, you know, you wish you had a little like more options sometime yeah. or you could just, you know hand pick and put them there but you've got to just take what you could get and then you know if you don't like <laughs> yeah. it pray you could go somewhere else or right it's it's tough yeah so if you had like a magic wand and you could fix one problem or make one thing easier for child care 
what would you use your magic powers for? <laughs> Make it cheaper. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I, I can Surely. agree with that for sure. I mean, we don't actually own a house yet, but I looked up like the average mortgage rate in Tennessee and we are paying more than the average mortgage in yes, so- every month. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. We <laughs> we went to go do our taxes last year and she had figured up all the numbers in her head and she was like, you paid this much for t- uh, childcare this year. And my husband was like, what? <laughs> he was like, I paid that much? Yeah, they send you that like let I don't know if yours does, but they send us a letter at the beginning of the year to use during tax time. That's like, here's how much you paid us in childcare this year. It's like, oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm like I could have spent on this, this, and this, and I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, like I could have bought a car or like a whole bunch of other stuff with that much money. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's like three down payments. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so. And I mean. I get it. I get childcare. It's expensive. I've worked in childcare. I understand what yeah. I was, but I'm like, surely you can cut something somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, we want those lovely daycare employees to be paid well yes. too. You know, they deserve it. But at the yes, same time, is- it's like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> yes. That is the one reason I actually left childcare is because I was not paid what I was working. <laughs> Love yeah. kids to death. Would gladly go back in a heartbeat if they paid me what I was worth. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, you know, double sided sword, I guess we want them to be paid well, but we don't want to pay as much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, anyways, it's been really great to chat with you today, Katie. Thank you so much for coming on and, you know, just sharing all of the struggles and talking kids and childcare with us. Of course. No problem. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Katie. Um, speaking of expensive childcare, by the time this episode airs, the federal funding that came through during the pandemic to help childcare centers out is going to have ended. There is a pretty large amount of funding that is just going to stop on September 30th. So it's pretty likely that a lot of families in our country are about to see childcare prices skyrocket even higher. And a lot of children are actually slated to even just lose their childcare altogether because of how many centers they are expecting may have to shut down because of this loss of government funding. Um, if you haven't you know, seen or heard anything about this before, I encourage you to look up more about the childcare cliff that is occurring in the U.S. and uh, learn how you can reach out to your representatives to um, try to get them to take action on this. Uh, I'm not saying that I feel like government funding is the only solution because there's so much that goes into this, but uh, we were talking about, you know, having the childcare workers be paid what they're worth and how expensive childcare is. And all of that could certainly be helped with some universal childcare or some funding or some sort of assistance from the government. Uh, so I encourage you to learn more about that. And I'm sure that it will come up some more in this season. If you enjoyed this chat, please consider subscribing wherever you're listening and leaving a review. That is one of the best ways that you can help podcasters out. You can find 
more at playgroundsandpaychecks.com or look me up on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. See you next time.